0: I know the last thing on your mind right now is succession planning. I mean, let's be real. Nobody at this point wants to think about retiring or turning the reins over to their business. But in actuality, that's a very smart business move. Very few people think about what's going to happen in the next chapter of their businesses. We all go into business with the mindset of making it last forever and building some generational wealth that we can pass down to our children and grandchildren. But you cannot, physically and mentally stay with the business for the entirety of its life. Not if you want it to be successful. Some people may disagree, but there are some very valid reasons to start planning and grooming your successor at an early stage. If you don't believe me, Take a look around you. Now, the exception would be Warren Buffett, who just turned 90 as of this podcast, and he's just now talking about succession planning, but he's an exception, not the rule. If you look at a lot of the big company owners and the big CEOs, they're in there grooming their successors so that they can take a step back. Ask yourself two questions. What would my end game strategy look like that would allow my company to continue to build generational wealth? And if I don't have one, Why am I so stuck on the idea of being in my business forever? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders grow, scale, and get their companies investment ready. Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at Mogulchicks using the hashtag MogulchicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. Today's topic is all about succession planning. A lot of people don't take it seriously because they don't think it applies to them, but guess what, it applies to everyone. I don't care if you're a small business, a big business, an emerging business, a mid-sized business, a startup, you should have an end game in mind. I know a lot of people don't like to think about end game because they equate it to failing or closing down or losing, but it really is not. It's a strategy that a lot of business people use so that they continue doing the things that they love to do while still growing a company and not having to be part of the day to day. Now I always tell people you should give yourself 12 to 18 months to start planning your succession plan. You need to have a plan in place to figure out number one, Who you need to hire to be that person that takes over when you step down. And number two, how to create a backfill process. Now, in the Mogul Chicks Growth Accelerator, we talk a lot about succession planning in one of our modules. It's often an uncomfortable conversation because people don't want to think about the end, but it's not. It can be the beginning of freedom. I love what I do, but I don't plan on doing it all forever. I want to grow a capable team who can take care of what I've created and elevate it. I can't do that on my own and I know that. Look at the big companies like Home Depot. Arthur Blank isn't still running the cash registers there. Sarah Blakely isn't still selling Spanx door to door. So why, as I asked before, are we so stuck in the idea of being in our business forever? We think that once we start a business, we have the responsibility to do every single job, every single day of every single year, and that's not how it is. All business is personal, but in order to build a thriving business that can work with or without you, you have to take the emotional attachment out of the equation. I know you guys have heard me ask you, if anything were to happen tomorrow, would you be able to walk away and your business still be running? Think about that same context when you're thinking about succession planning. Again, I don't want to be doing everything in my business for the duration of my life. I love what I do and I love what I have built, but that's not my agenda. I have other things and other projects that I want to work on. And I feel like with a competent team in place, I can make that happen. So, Now's the time that you think about how you can carefully and strategically remove yourself from the day to day and let the company still thrive. You have to put capable successors in place and either retire or move on to other things. Some people who have done that are so happy right now because they feel like they've experienced freedom and others get bored and meddle back into the business I don't know anybody personally who does that, but I've heard the stories. So let's start with what is succession planning? Secession planning is a strategy for passing on leadership roles, often the ownership of a company, to an employee or a group of employees. It's also known as replacement planning. It ensures that the businesses continue to run smoothly after a company's most important people or senior people move on to new opportunities, retire, or God forbid, pass away. Let me share with you some of the process that I help my students plan when they talk about succession planning in the Growth Academy. The first step is identifying your needs and goals. You have to identify potential successors. In the right hands, a small business can continue to thrive and flourish well beyond the the original owners, but finding that right person, whether it's a family member or outsider, that takes time and you need to give yourself a cushion of time to do that. Now, I always tell people 18 to 24 months is a good time to give yourself to start planning. But you never know, you can find someone sooner, you can find somebody, you know, it takes more time. In addition to selecting who to transfer ownership to, you also need to train that new person and you also need to backfill the jobs, as I said before. This takes tremendous time and skill and it takes really, really having a discerning eye and a discerning ear because you have to understand who you're passing the reins on to. And then you have to understand if and how your team that you leave behind will be able to follow this new leader. This gives you an opportunity to take inventory of potential skills and traits that the next assessor will need to have and to make sure that they're going to continue the success of your business. You have to be able to be properly satisfied with the person that you leave in charge. The next step is documenting. You gotta document current skills and future skills. Now, the current skills part is easy because you know what it takes to run your business and to make it successful. But we live in an ever-changing landscape. We live in coronavirus times. We live in a time where everything is uncertain, so new skills are emerging each day. You have to make sure that this person is adaptable, that they learn well, And that they can pick up the skills that it takes to keep the business going and also to take it in new directions. The next step is assess. You have to assess candidates and the gaps. Now, it's very possible that you could have a number two or number three person that works under you that are great at what they do, but they're just not good enough to step into your shoes. I hate to say it that way. That sounds a little bit facetious, but it's the truth. Not everybody can do what you do. Now is the point where you decide Am I going to train these people? Am I going to groom them to make them ready? You know, what if they don't want to take on that responsibility? The other thing I didn't mention that I need to mention and take a quick pause to mention this is secession can come in different ways. It's not always just handing the reins over to the people who are already currently on your internal team. You can also find someone external. You could sell the business. That's something I'm not going to talk about in this podcast, but that's an option. Or it can just go to a family member, such as a child, you know, inherited by a child or a grandchild, or someone who has the knowledge and expertise that can come in and step in your shoes. But back to what I was saying about assessing You have to continuously assess candidates. You have to see how they perform in their day to day in the environments, you have to see how they are in good environments and in tough environments. You have to see how they are under stress. You have to see how they are when things change fast or unexpectedly, because what you, the last thing you wanna do is leave your team with a leader who's ill-prepared. So figure out which candidates that you want to look at and then start assessing them from day one. You don't even have to tell them that you're assessing them to groom them because when you start telling people your plans, People change, you know, is this that's human nature? You need to identify any gaps that are there. So, what are the skill sets that they're, that they're lacking? What are some of the things that you are lacking yourself that you wish your next leader, your next successor would, you know, have to have? So, identify any of the gaps and then move on from there. The next step is the transition, you have to be very clear and documented in the roles let people know exactly what they're coming into, what the expectations are, and that is a team effort. So you can't just talk to the person who's going to be taking your place. You have to involve your entire team for this, and your whole team has to be ready to handle that transition. It's kind of like when there's a change of president, let's say, hopefully coming this January. (laughs) not to get political, but when you, each administration, there's a transition, you have the, the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, are handed over to the next administration. That's the same thing with your business because you're still you know, part of the business or you're still on the chair or you're going to take a, a backseat advisory role. You still want to know what's going on, but you still have to plan a, a smooth transition. The last thing people need is chaos when a new leader takes effect or a new boss takes over. And then the final thing is develop the abilities and support them. You have to be able, in your grooming process, you have to be able to to be an effective coach. The person has to be open to coaching. You have to be able to show them some, not all, I would say, of your secrets and your skills that you use, because these are some of the skills that they're gonna to need to bring up to that role. Um, and I know some people may feel uncomfortable with telling someone everything, you know, sharing all of the tea, putting it all out there, but how else do you expect this person to take over? I would leave it up to your discretion to figure out how much you share and when, and just be supportive of them during this time, you're kind of making them shadow you. You know, I'm very much a huge proponent of shadowing because that helps the person see what's going on in the day to day and lets them make the decision if they're, they feel like they're up to the task. So make sure you implement a lot of policies as far as shadowing and not just for yourself, because your successor Whoever's going to backfill for them, they need to shadow them as well. It's a chain reaction. So down the line, everyone needs to be shadowing. And eventually you're going to get to a point where everyone's moved up, you hope, and there's going to be that vacant spot at the bottom. And that's where talent planning comes in. And I'll talk about that in another podcast. But you need to be able to, remember when I mentioned backfill, it goes all the way down the chain. So that's a little bit about succession planning. I hope that you are not afraid of it. And I hope that you take the opportunity to plan it for your own company. I know many of you are too busy enjoying your business and all that comes with it. But start small. Start today. Start thinking about who would be an ideal person to replace you. And then start having those conversations one at a time with people that you feel would be able to succeed you. Have conversations with your family because believe it or not, these decisions affect them as well. You are talking about what happens to their legacy as well. And one final thought, you have to decide if this is going to be a situation where you're going to step back but still maintain ownership of the company, which I would suggest, or if you're going to sell the company. If you plan to sell the company, that's a whole different conversation that you need to have. And you need to have your attorney, tax planners, accountants, and all of those good people involved in this process. So I hope you learned a little bit today from me about succession planning, and I hope that you take it serious enough to implement a plan of your own. If you have any questions, let me know. We do teach about secession planning in the Mogul Chicks Academy, and I am probably going to be bringing a course individually for secession planning to the Mogul Chicks Academy as a standalone. What's your end game? Start planning for the next phase right now. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, LLC. And this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company. Make sure you check out the other podcasts that I've done. And if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends, share it on your social media. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And of course, the Mogul Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you want to check out some of the interviews that we've done with some of our guests at our YouTube channel. And if you subscribe and leave comments on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. So sharing is caring. For more information on how we can work together, to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com, send us an email at info at or connect with us all over social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, et cetera, et cetera, at mogulchicks, and that's mogulchicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the mogul circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in the memberships or if you just prefer a good program or you're trying to move beyond startup phase, check out what's going on over at mogulchicksacademy.com where we have the Growth Accelerator and our new clinics hosted by some wonderful, wonderful women. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe and remember, mogul chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Now go be profitable. Bye.